0: does have it all all of our pre-owned vehicles are hubler q certified which include a 128 point vehicle inspection a free carfax vehicle history report and two warranties a two-year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day 1,000 mile comprehensive warranty visit any of our 13 locations today or click it all.
1: life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love All right, and let's get back into some scores.
2: We've got girls high school basketball. Andrean against Kankakee Valley. Andrean winning 53-45. Belmont versus Huntington North Belmont by 3-42-37. Blackford faced off against Frankton 65-50 in favor of Blackford. Washington Catholic and Candleton took to the court with Candleton, winning by a dime, 47-37 in that one. Carmel and Pike was a close one, with Carmel eking out the victory, 54-52. to Carroll Fort Wayne and Fort Wayne South by a mile. It was Carroll Fort Wayne winning seventy-one to thirty-one. East East Side and Central Noble. Central Noble winning forty-four to thirty-seven. Columbia City and DeKalb. It was Columbia City winning fifty-five to thirty-six. Columbus North and Bloomington North. Columbus North by a dime in that one as well. Forty-six to thirty-six. Danville against Western Boone. Danville won 59-38. Elkhart against South Bend St. Joseph. Elkhart won decisively 72-31. And finally, for girls scores, Evansville Christian against Bloomington Lighthouse. It was Evansville Christian winning 63-22. Going on to some boys' high school scores. Oak Hill and Alexandria took to the court. Oak Hill winning 64-23. Paoli against Springs Valley. It was Paoli, 74-56. to Park Tudor and Bethesda Christian. It was a close game. We had that one covered earlier. It was Park Tudor winning, 56-55. Park Heritage in North Vermilion. Park Heritage won by a long shot, 70-34 in that one. Penn versus Mishawaka Marion. It was Penn victorious, 66-52. Pike Central and North Knox. Pike Central won, 58-27. Plainfield and Mooresville. Close one there, only decided by two. Plainfield won, 50-48. Portage and Maryville. Portage wins 67-57. to Providence against Henryville, Providence was victorious 48-33. And finally, Riverton Park against North Central Farmersburg, it was Riverton Park winning 59-44. The Pacers are in the fourth quarter right now. They are losing 107-87 to against the Denver Nuggets. Chris Duarte is having a pretty uncharacteristically offensive night. 18 points and only 14 minutes played. Benedict Mather has 15 points. The Pacers rookie scoring well tonight. Aaron Neesmith with 13 and Miles Turner with 15 himself. I'd have to say if it's anybody on the Nuggets who's making a difference, it's probably Jamal Murray, who by the fourth quarter already had a triple-double. 17 points, 14 assists, 10 rebounds, 29 minutes played. Nine minutes left to go in that game. It's not all doom and gloom, though. Here is Chris Duarte, who had a pretty nice slam dunk in the first
3: forte Duarte, baseline dunk.
2: All right, now, college basketball. Purdue won yesterday against the Minnesota Golden Gophers, 61-39. to Center, junior center, Zach Eady was a pretty big factor in that win with a strong offensive and defensive game. Here's Zach Eady on how the team is focusing on these games all one at a time. That's something we really harped on, kind of like every game. is almost a championship game. Um, you know, you look back at last year, look at Rutgers, look at... Um, Michigan State, look at IU, you look at all those games that we lost at one possession. Uh, if you take one possession from any of those games, uh, we are a Big Ten champion last year. So kind of uh, focus on these games that maybe people might overlook uh, and really honing in and trying to put them away early. And of course, to comment on the performance, head coach Matt Painter on how he contributed defensively over the course of the night.
4: And it's also the timing of, you know, when you play somebody. You know, obviously it's just one of those things where it wasn't their night. Trying to get... Jamison battle and be with him and make it really hard, trying to keep Cooper out of there, Garcia. When your main three guys you try to just give them a lot of attention with it. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things that, you know, change some shots, block some shots.
2: The now third-ranked Purdue Boilermakers will face, will face Maryland at home on Sunday, January 22nd at 1 p.m. More scores to come down the line as we get into the final hour of indiana sports talk for network indiana i'm sam fritz welcome
4: back everybody i'm bob lovell this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network join greg rickstroll and me sunday night 5 to 7 p.m for the pairings show for the upcoming girls state basketball championship college basketball tonight Uh, Again, I'm opposed to college basketball playing on Friday night, but I don't control what the Mid-American Conference does, nor does my guest from the Ball State Network, David E. Hall. Ball State losing to Kent 86-65, and that's a tough night. That's a tough trip uh, for the Cardinals, David, uh, losing to a good Kent team this evening.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, without a doubt, Bob, I mean, this is a really good Kent State team. Uh, came in with a net ranking uh, hovering around 40, and they did not disappoint wow. in front of the home folks. This is uh, their 16th consecutive win at home. They go to 16-3, and and they are the real deal. I mean, uh, they took it to the Cardinals 86-65 um and you know bob it's it's going to be interesting it's been since 1999 where the mac got two teams in and you have mm-hmm. to ask the question if if kent <laughs> state were to go you know eight seventeen and one or 16 and two and and then right. get knocked right. off in the tournament you know they're they're certainly in my eyes worthy whether or not they would get in as an at-large <laughs> uh, i don't know but uh, we talked to Coach Michael Lewis on the post game, and, and without a doubt, this is the measuring stick. So, uh, you know, Cards uh, they'll get another <laughs> shot. Kent State <laughs> has to come to Worth, and just not their night.
4: Let me tell you, I, I spent seven years uh, as the senior associate commissioner, director of basketball operations for the Horizon League, and what you're talking about. I, If I had a dollar for every meeting I was in talking about that, I wouldn't need to do the radio show. I would have retired long ago. Uh, the short answer is um, the odds are always against you as a mid-major. That's the short yeah. answer. Um, because there's you know by its very structure, this uh favors the power conference people because there 's that much there's so much money involved and they 're not going to part with that money, so that 's all you need to know about how it 's done systemically it 's basically set up to not be fair, but be that as it may give me some bright spots for the cardinals tonight.
0: Well, I'll tell you, if there's one bright spot, you know, Luke Bumbleow has been a guy that, that has really struggled this year. He's, he's you know, lost a lot right? of his confidence. He, he's seventh all-time and made threes and lost his starting job, has been coming off the bench and, and really has just struggled mightily offensively. And today, Luke hit a couple threes, eight points, uh, an assist, played a full 20 minutes, and so... You know, for the Cardinals, they've got balanced scoring in the starting five, but the bench scoring, really, they could use some help. And so having Luke knock a couple in, he really looked as comfortable right. offensively as I've seen him in a long time. So if you could take a silver lining away, if, if Luke can get on track and play the way he's capable and give him some scoring punch off the bench, that'll certainly bode well going through the rest of the league play.
4: David Eha from the Ball State Network on the road. Ball State losing to Kent State, 86-65. David, stay safe. I appreciate you taking time, and I apologize for my rant about uh, (laughs) mid-major college basketball in the tournament. However, I I live that life, as you know, so I I understand a little bit about it. All right, we'll we'll resurface that, Bob, come uh, March, all right? That sounds perfect to me. High school basketball tonight. Carmel, number 11 and 4A, beat a good Pike team, 52-49. Ryan Osborne joins me. Coach, congratulations on a great win tonight.
3: Thanks, Coach. Always, always good to win on the road.
4: Isn't it, though? Especially against a uh, Bill Zick team, because uh, I happen to think he's one of the best around.
3: Very good. Very good. And, and they're playing really well this year. You got a good team.
4: I happen to think both of you are pretty darn good. Uh, Now, you need to – if you haven't already done so, you need to – Greg Gregstrom and I did the IUPUI game last night. You need to pick up the phone and and talk – give some encouragement to your pal, uh, Coach Crenshaw. Yeah, he's he's working at it. He's working at it, and, and, you know – Everybody doesn't matter. You, you, when you expend as much energy as you expend, you want some, yep. and you're given the buy-in and all that. You like to get rewarded, and uh, you, you just, you know what I mean. So if you haven't yeah. already done yep. it, he needs, yeah. he needs his, he needs his pals to give him a call. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. Right, how did you win this game tonight, man? Coach, we, we stuck it out. Um, kind of leader you know what, Coach? Hang, hey, you know what? I'm sorry, Ryan. Ryan, I'm sorry. I hate to yeah. do this. This is bad <laughs> radio on my part. I don't. I, I <laughs> I'm better than this. So, uh, but I don't want uh, you're getting ready to make a great answer, and I'm going to have to you cut could. you off. I want you to hold on you're to fine. that answer. All right, and we'll come back, and I'll re-ask sure. the question, and I'll set okay. you up, and we'll, we'll have some fun. So we'll come we, back. We can do that. Talk with Ryan Osborne. Talk with Steve Cole from WAXL. And Scott McClellan from Noblesville. We got, it's like a who's who here coming up.
2: All right, as we get closer to the end of the show in our final hour, let's pivot back to some boys. High school basketball scores. Rossville and Clinton Central took to the court. It was Rossville winning 55 49. Scottsburg faced off against South Decatur, 49 30 in favor of Scottsburg there. Attica and Seeger. Played a game today, and it was Seeger winning 54 to Attica's 10. Shackamack and White River Valley, Shackamack winning 43 to 38. Shenandoah and West Dell took to the court. Shenandoah winning 81 to 56. Silver Creek over New Albany 65 to 57. South Bend, Washington beating Jimtown 66 to 29. South Knox defeats Vincennes Lincoln 49 to 23. South Putnam beats Eminence. 63-44. South Spencer beats North Posey, 80-57. South Vermilion over Greencastle, close one there, 47-45. to Southmont and Covington played. It was Southmont winning, 59-48. Rock Creek Academy and Southwestern Hanover had a pretty high-scoring game when it comes down to it for high school, 77-69. Southwestern Hanover winning in that one. Switzerland County and Rising Sun played today. Switzerland County winning 65 to 45. Tippecanoe Valley and Southwood. It was Tippecanoe Valley winning 62 to 47. Tri-County against Frontier, Tri-County winning by two, 41 to 39. And Tri-West against Speedway. Tri-West Tri-West wins 61 to 47. Pacers losing. What's new? 126 to 102. Fourth quarter, five minutes remaining. More to come. I'm Sam Fritz.
4: Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network Driven. The number two, SaveLives.org is their website. I encourage you to go there. Before the break, I rudely interrupted Ryan Osborne, the basketball coach at Carmel. Carmel's number 11 and 4A. Their boys beat Pike tonight, 52-49. Coach, um, you were playing well. So tell me how you were able to beat this good Pike team tonight.
3: It the, Coach, it was a back-and-forth game. We uh, got a lead. I think we were up eight in the in the third quarter. Uh, they went on a 12-0 run in the middle of the third quarter, got the lead. Um, and I'm looking at the box score. I didn't realize we, we were up two at the end of one. Uh, and then the second and third quarters were even. Uh, and then we win uh, the last quarter by one, to win by three. Uh, so it kind of tells you how close that game was all the way through. Uh, but we got we got mm-hmm. down 6 in the fourth quarter and guys didn't give up pike was pressing a little bit in the 2-2-1 two, two, and uh we had some early turnovers in the second half and thought we just did a much better job of attacking it uh late didn't turn it over got shots um build ourselves back into it um but the big thing i think for this group is just being in these games coach we've played six one possession games this year um, and even cathedral wow. game was, was – I mean, it ended up being an eight-point game. But it was, it was a one-person right. game with about right. a minute and a half to go. And felt like we had opportunities to make game-winning plays towards the end, and, and we didn't. Uh, and, and I thought tonight we did. And I think that's a big difference between a, a good team and a championship team. So we're, we're starting to figure it out. We've still got a lot of work to do. Um, but just to be in those tight games and tough environments against good teams – I think is going to help us down the road. So proud of our guys. They fought all the way to the end. Um, Got to stop to finish it. And uh, and, and it's a big win. It's a big road win. And like you say, Coach does a a great job with his teams. And and they're really good this year
4: yeah but you know the way you play you know you, you you literally and I hate the expression but I'll use it anyway hang your hat on what you do defensively it keeps you in games and, mm-hmm. and your style of play is it's going to be a low possession type of situation people are mm-hmm. going to have to work hard to get a score and, mm-hmm. and if you can continue to do that you, you put yourself in these kinds of situations that guys get tougher and tougher and in the spots more and more they learn how to step up take a charge make an extra pass, get an offensive rebound, and make the plays you need to make to win those games.
3: You're exactly right. Those those, those things the offensive rebounds, the taking the charge, the taking care of the, you know, it's nip and tuck, and those yeah. possessions are important. And, uh, Right, it was one. Those one game. That one game-winning play, and I thought Alex Kudo, sophomore tonight, made some big plays down the stretch. Jared Bonds had a big rebound late that ended in second-chance points. That, like you said, those those things win games. Um, Spencer White was good for us early. Sam's been great for us all year, and Ryan Clevenger guarded their best player all night and uh, did an incredible job. Um, just kind of stuck with him and made his shots tough and. Uh, fought tooth fought, and nail the whole game. So I was proud of all of them. Uh, they they all worked hard. It's been a, a really fun year coaching this group, just kind of watching them grow into into different roles and uh, leadership.
4: Carmel over Pike tonight, 52-49. Ryan Osborne, thanks so much. Good luck next time yeah. out. Thanks, Coach. Take care. Thank you. Scott McClellan joins me, the head coach at Noblesville. 51-31 winners tonight over Franklin Central. Coach, thanks for the call, and congratulations on a solid win tonight.
3: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Bob. Um, Conference road games, road wins, we'll take them. Right. Uh, I would
4: think so, too.
3: Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, Franklin Central, uh, they're in every game. And uh, obviously, very well coached with Chris and, right. and Byers, right. and, and you know th- they've just they've been kind of hit with an injury bug throughout the course of the season, and and uh, you know, but if you look at their scores, and they've been in every game, and um, you know, again, it was a close game after one, close game at halftime, and then I thought our guys really did a nice job in the third quarter. I think we outscored. I think the score was seventeen to five. And uh, we had six different kids scored in the third quarter. So, that that's very encouraging. And then we're you able know, to kind of. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You know, you, so. You get that. Yeah. You get that balance, and the other part of it too. You talked about road game, conference road game, and and you know the the expression. I think that's suitable for tonight is defense travels. I mean, it, if, you, if you like, you guys play defensively, you know that's something you can count on whether you're at home or on the road, and especially you need it when you're on the road in a conference matchup.
3: Well, yeah, and you know at halftime I felt like you know we we missed some shots some good shots and just weren't able to capitalize on them. And, and uh, you know, I said, we got to hang our hat on our defense. And, and, you know, the guys, the kids did a really nice job. And, you know, we responded third quarter, like I said, 17 to five. And, and, uh, you know, uh, the first time we won on the road this year, so that that was encouraging, and uh, to do it in the manner in which we did, with the, with some defense and and some stops, and um, you know, had some contributions from a variety of different kids is encouraging. And we get twelve hours to celebrate and back at it tomorrow.
4: <laughs> Who are you playing tomorrow night? Uh,
3: we got Hamilton Heights coming to our place.
4: Okay, all right. Well, you know, it's one of those weekends now, one of those double weekends. You find out about yourself, get a win on the road, come back, uh, get yourself right, and and win at home. be a great weekend for you. Uh, That's what we're
3: hoping for. That's what we're definitely hoping for. But, you know, obviously we've got to, you know, we'll bring the kids in in the morning and, you know, show them a couple things about heights and walk through some stuff and get ready to go tomorrow night.
4: Scott McClellan's the basketball coach at Noblesville. Tonight they beat Franklin Central 51 31, taking on Hamilton Heights tomorrow night. Scott, I appreciate the call. Good luck tomorrow night.
3: Appreciate it, Bob. Have a good weekend. Thank you.
4: Thank you very much. Steve Kolb from WAXL joins me. He has the South Spencer 80 57 win over North Posey. South Spencer. Number four and two a Steve. Thanks so much for the call. What an impressive win for this good South Spencer team tonight.
5: Really was coach and and kind of uh, I'm going to be real honest. This was uh, this was uh, very surprising for us on the radio tonight. We expected this to be an absolute dogfight. North Posey, the good team. They had come in winners right. of six of seven. Um, came right. into to Rebel Gym tonight and we thought the, that these two teams would uh, just battle it out all night but Sal Spencer got off to a tremendous start. Can't do it much better won the opening tip, got into an offensive set, Kale Donahoe was fouled shooting a three and hit all three free throws and then Back-to-back steals that led to layups, and you're up seven nothing before North Posey can mm. even get a shot up at the rim, and so they had to use a timeout. It was twelve nothing at one point. South Spencer before um, before North Posey could score, and South Spencer was up twenty-three to nine at the end of a quarter, and never looked back, and, and played really. I'm gonna, by by my opinion, their most complete. Game on both ends of the floor of the season really really looked good tonight and uh, got a career high twenty seven from Kale Donahoe, their six four senior guard who's heading off to mm-hmm. join his older brother Michael at Hanover College after this year and career high tying seventeen from Landon Wells um, and starting to see him come back. He rolled an ankle, uh, had to miss the first game or two of the season with uh, with bad illness. Came back and was was really a force shooting the basketballs. A tremendous outside shooter. Um, had put up 12 early in the game at Washington and then rolled an ankle underneath the basket and didn't play for a couple of weeks while he rehabbed that. The, the three-point shot had been off a little bit since he'd come back. We started to see signs of it last weekend that that was mm-hmm. coming around. And boy, did he. He went off tonight. Five threes, finished with 17, uh, tying yeah. a career high for him. Four and double figures. Uh, just great defense, great ball movement, kept North Posey off the glass. They're a team that lives on the offensive glass. And South Spencer dominated the boards and turned a lot of those defensive rebounds into transition opportunities. It was just a, a really complete effort for a, a good South Spencer team tonight.
4: Steve Kolb from WAXL on the call of the Big win by South Spencer, eighty to fifty-seven over North Posey. South Spencer number four and two A. Steve, thank you for the call. Have a great night. You
2: too, Bob. Thanks.
4: Coming up, scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.
2: All right, let's give some girls high school basketball tournament results. The Hoosier Conference playoffs were played today. Rensselaer Central and Lewis Cass took to the court for the ninth place position. It was Rensselaer Central winning forty-nine to twenty-five. Tipton and West Lafayette played for seventh place. West Lafayette being victorious fifty-five to 48. Benton Central and Western for fifth, it was Benton Central earning that spot 64 to 58. Lafayette Central Catholic and Hamilton Heights for third place, it was Lafayette Central Catholic with the win there 48 to 35. Finally, taking it all for first place, it was Twin Lakes versus Northwestern, Twin Lakes winning 65 to 48. The Porter County Conference Tournament was held today. The semifinals were played. South Central Union Mills against Washington Township. South Central Union Mills winning 47-35. Couts and Tri-Township played. Couts winning 35-23. Garrett now outside of tournament play. Garrett and West Noble. Garrett winning 55-37. Greencastle against Duggar Union and Green Castle laid into Duggar 87-33. Greenwood in Decatur Central, Greenwood winning 41-38. Garen Catholic and Brave of jesuit Garen Catholic winning 41-39. Homestead against Fort Wayne North, Homestead winning 59-14. Indian Creek in Northview, Indian Creek won 46-29. Pacers lost 134-111 to as they were away against the Denver Nuggets. Pacers now on, I believe, a four-game losing streak. One more update to come from me. For number Canadian Sports, I'm Sam Fritz.
4: Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Hoosier Basketball Magazine is in its 53rd year of existence. It is um, unmatched by any other publication of its kind in the world. And the publisher of Hoosier Basketball Magazine, Kip Westner, joins me. Kip, thanks so much for the call. Were you out on the road, you and your guys on the road this weekend? Yeah. Selling some definitely. magazines? This, yeah,
6: <laughs> for sure, yes. Uh, like uh, like the dog days of January. I heard you on the radio today, and it's, true. That's it? it's just grind, yeah. grinding through uh, after your holiday tournaments, or there's some. I was at the Bike County tournament. You know, there's some tournaments still going on with the city tournament. But, right. Yeah, it's just right. trying to grind through and see what happens. But uh, with only one more week of girls' basketball, I hit a number of girls games, in fact. Uh, North Central Cloverdale on Monday but listen to this uh, US 31 gauntlet Western at Northwestern on Tuesday, Fort Wayne Northrop at South Bend Washington on Wednesday, I went to Jay County on mm. Thursday which is up 69 but then back to 31 mm-hmm. with the Bi-County Tournament I've I've never been to LaVille in uh, my years of doing the Hoosier <laughs> Basketball Magazine but with the uh, mm-hmm. eight, all eight teams in the Bi-County Tournament with consolation in the Auxiliary Gym and uh, semifinals, finals uh, it's a great place to be with the Hoosier Basketball Magazine because you got a lot of action going on.
4: That sounds like a neat event, quite frankly. I mean, it really does. And kudos well, the, to them for being able to – that's not easy yeah, to like do administratively, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> Well, and what's neat about it is, you know, the uh, you, you see this on some
6: some levels or some locations, but boys and girls are going on at the same time. Like I've been to the right, right. Monday and Tuesday first round games; but they do a boys girls double header to start the week, and then it's all played at Lavelle. Uh They have the girls semifinals on Thursday, boys on. Uh, Friday and then tomorrow is like a full uh, full gamut of basketball so I'd never been there and I thought it was a really a neat organization but uh, Mm -hmm. John Glenn John Glenn is really good with Bryce and Hannah you know he's got a big body but he can move outside and uh, he's a first team All-Stater in Hoosier Basketball Magazine and LaVille Mm -hmm. uh, beat Argos tonight and they had a player named colin chanarski that had 29 points he was hitting threes and going to the basket mm. it was mm-hmm. a, it was a great game over argos's uh won a school and had a very uh good year so far they've got a player named jj morris it's also in the hoosier basketball magazine but uh you it, know it, tomorrow night laville versus at home versus uh, john glenn should be a good championship for that by county tournament but like we were talking about with girls basketball, um, Jay County has got this uh, Renner Switzer, uh, Switzerland. I'm sorry, I got their name mixed up there. But uh, she broke the all time Jay County record this year with um, Shannon Freeman had held that record since 1986. What? That was a that was a Gary Donna favorite back in the day, and I I had never been to Jay County either, so I was happy to make my way mm-hmm. up to Portland, Indiana, and uh, even the South Bend, Washington. You know, they beat uh, a one-loss for, uh, Fort wayne Northrop team by more than 20 points. They're, as you know, mm-hmm. South Bend, Washington is mm-hmm. really good. And I don't think I've been to South Bend, Washington. So this week, I've been going to games since <laughs> 1991. And this right, week, right. I was able to make it into three gyms that I'd never been in uh, previously. Good for which you. Which is kind of a, yeah, good. Kind of a uh, good deal.
4: All right, so you mentioned girls' basketball. Obviously, the pairing show coming up on Sunday. Greg Raikstra and I are honored to be able to do that. Uh, you mentioned South Bend Washington mm-hmm. won the 3A back-to-back, uh, and they're good. They're really obviously uh, a, a team you need to pay attention to. But 4A, give me your thoughts on the girls' basketball, uh, the, the parity, or class-by-class class, who you like and who has a great chance to play for championships. Well, the headline in the Hoosier Basketball
6: Magazine for the State Roundup says, Powerful Panthers Pursue Perfection, which that's the classic right. alliteration that uh, Gary Donald taught it. me. That, yep. that uh, South, Bend, South Bend team is really good. But what's interesting, and I know you know this, and we talk a lot about Hamilton County basketball, and you have Hinesville, sure. Fishers, Hamilton Southeastern, Noblesville, those are all ranked in the top seven in Hoosier Basketball Magazine, and your pairings are going to matter uh, for that. Unfortunately, but it's just the reality of the ping pong balls. Mm-hmm. Any of mm-hmm. those teams, any of those teams, I think can could knock South Bend Washington off. But I think South Bend Washington is going to be in a position where they're going to be playing for a trip to get to uh, Bankers Life Fieldhouse. The South is uh, the South is good. Uh, in fact, I'm going to see Bedford North Lawrence. They play at East Central tomorrow. It's an afternoon game, and I'm going to make the trip down 74 after burning up 31, uh, which should be a good game with Bedford North Lawrence and East Central. But. Um, I think the North, whoever comes from the North in 4A will uh, be a very difficult team to beat uh, for the South. And then in 3A, boy, uh, Twin Lakes has just, they won that conference tournament today over Northwestern. They've been mm-hmm. really good, undefeated. Uh, I like the Mishawaka Marion team. You know, th- th- uh, what was it, three years ago, they beat South Bend Washington in the sectional. And then they've been right, in that same right. 3A group the last two years. And so now uh, their group with seniors has uh, maybe got a, a way to get through the sectional, which could wind up being good. The Mishawaka Marion boys made it to the state finals last year. Yeah. I think it's possible that the Mishawaka Marion girls could be in that same situation. In 2A, I think the. Um, Carroll, Flora, and Lafayette Central Catholic sectional. I think that's maybe 38 or it's it's 2A North. That will be an interesting pair to see if they uh, face off early or if we wait until Saturday to find out who's going to advance in that group because both of those teams are rated in the top four in Hoosier Basketball Magazine. And I really like the university team. They've got some losses, but they play mm-hmm. at Indianapolis-Marion County schedule, which uh they're a good team. I'm, I'm going to try and see them next week when they play at Tipton. Um, and they have they were good last year make, making it to the championship of the semi-state, one step away from the state finals. And, of course, Forest Park, with a number of players back, they were defending 2A champion. We have them number one in Hoosier Basketball Magazine, and I would think that they're going to be difficult to get past in the south for 2A. And then finally – the deep south of class a that's where the mm-hmm. pairings will be interesting based on the regional and semi-state with their new right. Uh, right. format because you got lanesville trinity lutheran tecumseh and uh, possibly Vincent's Reve all feeding their way through that uh, would have been the old regional, but now they can make it through a semi-state. So uh, I know we're going to wait to have to find out how those pairings will shake out in a few weeks after the sectional draw. But uh, that part of the state is really good for girls basketball. It
4: really is. All right. So you're going to be uh, you're going to be standing by checking out the pairings, are you not? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
6: It's a, we've talked about this uh, ever since I've been doing this show with you, that it is an exciting day. You know, the day Hoosier Basketball Magazine comes out, for me, is exciting. <laughs> but the pairing show, listening to you and right. Greg Straw, is right. exciting. That's uh, must-see radio, television, the streaming, everything involved, because whether it's boys or girls, There are a number of coaches and players that can't wait to find out what their path holds for the cutting down the nets at the end of the state tournament.
4: Greg joined me earlier in the night and uh, reminded me that um, uh, you know this is a a two-hour show. We're actually on the air. I think a hundred and. Uh, whatever it is, 112 minutes, something like that. We're not, you know, there are 12 breaks, 12 90 second breaks. Start to do the math, and because uh, the format's a little different, obviously with the, after the regional round uh, or the regional round and moving on. So we're, you know, we normally focus on the sectionals and then say, look, want to find out your regional pairings? Go to IHSAA.org. Uh, we're not doing that this time around, so we're going to be bringing you – we're going to be spending more time uh, on the sectionals and the regional pairings within the same time frame. So uh, mm, yeah. be ready Be ready That's for blip. anything. <laughs> uh, no, that sounds good. Hey, real quickly, I want to mention
6: a couple of uh, other games. Uh, Dale Lawrence right. from my staff was at the Lenton. Right. No, Davis no, hey, dude, okay.
4: hey, Kip, hold on. Do me a favor. Okay. Hold on. we come through the scoreboard update and we'll do it, okay? Sounds good. Yep. Thank you. All right, perfect. Kip Westner. will come back to talk more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk.
2: All right, just a handful of boys basketball scores to get through. Still, Evansville Memorial and Evansville Harrison Memorial one seventy-three to fifty-three. Fountain Central and Crawfordsville Fountain Central one forty-two to thirty-four. Franklin and Whiteland in overtime. Franklin by two, winning fifty-five to fifty-three. Frankton and Blackford, Frankton won 62 to 45. Gibson Southern against Tell City. Gibson and Southern won by a long shot, 67 to 21. Greensburg and Brownstown Central. Greensburg won 48-45. Hagerstown versus Blue River. Hagerstown defeats Blue River 60 to 56. Henderson County out of Kentucky faced Evansville Central, and it was Henderson County, the Kentucky team, winning 80-59. Indianapolis Riverside and Indianapolis International took to the court. It was Riverside winning 79-56. Jasper versus Forest Park. Jasper was victorious 53-42. Jay County against South Adams. Jay County winning 49-34. Jennings County against Floyd Central. It was Jennings County winning 73-55. Laporte against Michigan City. High-scoring affair there, 76-73 between the two teams. But Laporte winning in that one. Lake Station and Highland, Lake Station winning 61 to 47. Lapel versus Daleville, Lapel wins 70 to 48. Lawrence Central and Warren Central in a close one 59 to 56. Lebanon and North Montgomery with Lebanon winning 57 to 32. Finally, Lewis Cass versus Northwestern. Lewis Cass winning 47 to 40. For number Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz.
4: Welcome back, everyone, to Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven. The number two, savelives.org, is their website. Before I rudely interrupted him, Kip Westner from the Hoosier Basketball Magazine was with us. All right, you were telling me where Dale and uh, yeah. your guys were uh, tonight. Yeah, we had a uh,
6: number of our uh, staff around games, and you know, I think it's I think it's neat the way the Mid-State Conference and the Hoosier Crossroads and the dunlin Conference and many of the others. Uh, have the boys-girls doubleheader, because Chuck DeMoss from up in northwest Indiana, he was at Valparaiso, and Lake, uh, Lake Central and Valparaiso split a doubleheader. Their uh, girls, the Lake Central girls, were able to beat Valparaiso, mm-hmm. who had a great year so far, and then the Valparaiso boys came back and beat Lake Central in a nightcap, but uh, that's, that's just a neat uh, type of atmosphere. I know that uh, Zionsville and Uh, noblesville had a game like that uh, last week and so the uh the idea of having uh boys and girls doubleheaders, like i mentioned the bike county tournament uh this week when they start off their tournament that way but then also in southern indiana dale lawrence was at the uh green county shootout with linton at north davies and i know north davies is in davies county but uh Mm -hmm. still uh it was a two-point game and joey hart made a last-second shot to uh, give them the two-point lead. And then Jaden Mullen had a buzzer-beater attempt that uh, didn't quite go down. But uh, that was a great game and a great atmosphere mm-hmm. for Dale. And uh, Truman Bennett was actually at a girls' game on a Friday night with uh, Belmont, who defeated for a Huntington North. That Bel- Belmont team won their sectional last year and had an outstanding season this year. And I know we've been kind of talking a lot about girls' basketball. There's three games, four games I'd like to mention for next week that I know my staff Mm -hmm. is going to be at but have a good chance of. It's the last week for girls' basketball, so it's a good opportunity to get out and see some of these ladies around the state. Uh, They've really played well this year. Logan Sports at Twin Lakes, and I know Chuck DeMoss from my staff will be at that game. Kasten, who had their first loss of the season Thursday against North Miami, but they've had an outstanding year in Class A. Plays Carol Floor which I mentioned earlier, uh, who's a two A team that's having an outstanding year as well. And then Eastern Hancock is at Try and uh, Try, yeah, and they may be number one in uh, right. coaches' right. polls in Class A and uh, having an outstanding, incredible year. And then uh, Pioneer is hosting Southwood, and Southwood's always a good team. And uh, Pioneer's got Ashland Brook who'll be going to Ball State on the front cover of Hoosier Basketball Magazine. So. Uh with only one week of girls' basketball to go, there's a lot of fun opportunity to see some good games.
4: <laughs> All right. Can you squeeze us in tomorrow night, or are you going to be busy? Well, I'm going
6: to that afternoon girls' game because I've actually got a 60th birthday party that I'm going to for my no. sister-in-law tomorrow night. Okay. So uh, I don't know. Wish be your happy birthday. The show, but yeah, I don't yeah. know that I'll be Wish able to do Wish your happy tomorrow, birthday. I'll, I'll call next Friday, and we'll All talk right. about the girls'
7: section. So that'll be good.
4: Perfect. Thank you. Kip Westner. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Kip Westner from Who's Your Basketball Magazine. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. He has the Orleans 63-21 win over Perry Central. David, thanks for the call. What an overwhelming defensive effort tonight by Orleans. Yeah, definitely. We were on our sister
7: station, 98.7 WSEZ, and the Bulldogs put on a defensive clinic tonight. They used a 1-2-2 full-court press, man-to-man defense in the half court, and really flustered Perry Central all night. Never gave up more than seven points in a quarter. Gave up six, five, seven, and three points. Those were the scores by a quarter for the Commodores tonight, and it's a Perry Central team that came in on a five-game losing streak, already struggling, trying to figure some things out, and Obviously a very tough night in front of a packed house at the doghouse in Orleans and the Bulldogs out of all 12 varsity players who played 11 of the 12 scored tonight. And Rylan Crocker led the way for the Bulldogs with 14 points. He made three threes in the fourth quarter. And then Hunter Williams, who is a six, two hey, junior hey, forward, who hey, comes off the bench yeah. had 11 points tonight.
4: Yeah. Hey, David, hang on a second. All right. Can you do that? Yeah. Hang on through this short break and we'll come back and wrap it up. Can you do that? Yeah, no problem. Perfect. We'll come right back on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. David Deaton rejoins me from WKLO. He has a very impressive win by Orleans tonight um, over uh, Orleans winning. Who would they beat tonight? Remind me of this. They beat Perry Central tonight. Perry Central, that's right. All right, so, you know, Orleans number one in single A for a reason. You were getting ready to tell me some uh, solid performances by some guys tonight. I, I'm sorry about that. Tell me who plays well for Orleans.
7: Uh, no problem. Rylan Crocker, who's a sophomore guard, he's the first guy off the bench typically. He had 14 points tonight, made three threes in the fourth quarter to uh, close out the scoring strong. And then Hunter Williams, who's a six two junior, he was averaging just over two points a game coming into the contest, coach. Seven points tonight, and seven of those points came in the second quarter. He was a perfect four of four from the floor, three out of three at the free throw line. He's really been playing hard, and Coach Bradley was very proud of his performance tonight. Just about everybody who played scored tonight for the Bulldogs, and just uh, played a very good all-around game in front of a packed house, and this is a team that's won nine straight games now, 13 and one overall, 4-0 and in the Potoka Lake Athletic mm-hmm. Conference, and got the rest of the weekend off, but a very tough schedule coming up for the Bulldogs
4: outstanding so uh viewing party on uh, on sunday are, are you involved in that what's going to happen on, for the pairing show uh well I've, i'm
7: definitely planning on watching it on sunday and uh, we'll definitely be taking a few notes along the way from you and greg rake as well so we'll definitely be tuning in for that and watching and definitely be looking forward to seeing uh, what the pairings show and we'll, we'll be at sectional 30 at court and central when the time comes around too. So we will really right. be looking forward
4: to seeing what the matchups look like. You won't be taking any notes on anything I say. That's for, <laughs> that's you'll be taking notes on what Greg has to say. That's for sure. That's how I'd look at it. Quite frankly, you know what though? It's uh, you're in this business. It's, um, uh, the 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 sheer volume of information that you have to try to deal with, in the time restraints. So think about it. You've got a two-hour program with uh, you know 400 schools, 64 sectionals, and you have 12 90-second breaks. So start to do the math. Uh, it's uh, and and, and uh, we go into it. From a standpoint of, we absolutely want to mention as many kids' names as we can, and as many yeah. of the schools as we can. Everybody wants you know you're in this business, David. Everybody wants to hear their name, and and you should. And that's what we're that's what we're trying to do within the restraints of time. And so, you know, we're going to start with single A, work up to four A. We get criticized. You get criticized no matter what. But, you know, that's how it goes. So have fun. I appreciate the call. David Deaton from WKLO. Thank you, David. All right. Thank you, coach. Thank you so much. What a great night. Want to thank a tremendous job by Sam Fritz, uh, Graham. Sheer and Nathaniel Finch. Thank you, fellas. Wonderful job. Thanks to our great stations around the state that bring you to the show every Friday and Saturday night. And thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.